If you want to contact me, or if you want me to read something, or even if you just have any questions about myself or the book, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. There will be a question linked to this episode in the description, so check it out and respond if you can. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another chapter episode. Um, do my people who have been with me for a while remember back in the very old days when I did have a microphone, like back in book five, and then it broke? Um, basically, it didn't really break. I just, like, it wasn't for functioning right with one computer computer that I used to use, and then that computer broke. So we got I got another computer, but my microphone wouldn't connect to it, and then, like, 10 minutes ago, I was, like, setting up to record, and I was like, wait, what if I try this? And now my microphone's working again. Um, but the thing is, it's a different computer, so I'm not sure how it's going to work. So I don't know if it's going to work as well. And you might still, like, I think in the other ep- other chapters, I'd figured out how to, like, not get it to make all the sounds of, like, the pages turning and when I'm reading. I don't have that configured yet because this is my first time ever recording with a microphone and, like, a long time like eight months or something six months so you might hear like the paper moving or me shifting i'm gonna try to like get rid of that in future episodes but i'm still getting used to the microphone so yes let's get started uh chapter 16 wings of fire winter turning hailstorm winter whispered but how you you were just a skywing i saw you how did you what happened to the throne room hailstorm asked his voice getting stronger and what what about what have you been eating to get so big he stopped swaying in place and rubbing his eyes wait i have to find the queen why are my scales the wrong color he held, he held out his talons and then recoiled from them with an expression of terror what have you done to me why am i so cold he seized winter's front claws in a grip that sent shock waves of desperation along winter's arms who am i hailstorm demanded you're my brother, Winter said. That was clear. That was true. They could deal with spells and lingering side effects later. He leaned into Hailstorm's grasp, locking their eyes together. And we have to get you out of here before Scarlet finds you. Queen Scarlet, Hailstorm corrected automatically. She wouldn't hurt me. I'm completely loyal. His face twisted in horror. He, his face twisted, horror warring with despair and confusion. What am I saying? Winter, what am I saying? We'll fix it, but right now we have to fly, Winter said. Kili darted across the clearing and said something to Moon. She immediately slid her talons under Kingaju and tried to hoist the raiming onto Kibli's bike, struggling as Kingaju's tail flopped sideways and overbalanced her. The unconscious dragon wings whapped Moon in the face, and her head lolled awkwardly on her long neck. Winter took a step toward them, but Hailstrom wouldn't let him go. Are you real? The tall ice wing ass, is any of this real? Hailstorm, snap out of it, Winter barked. We need to help my friends and get out of here. Friends? Hailstorm echoed. He squinted over at the tangle of dragons on the edge of the dying firelight. But Winter, I think there's a night wing over there. Winter's guilt came slamming down back through him, along with a second wave of guilt that came from remembering how much Moon had done to help him. She's on your side. She helped me rescue. Hailstorm, move! 
He finally got his claws free and ran over to the others. He reached Moon's side in time to catch Winter as she slid sideways off the sandwing. Kidley had his teeth gritted and his eyes closed. His leg bowed under her weight. Kinga Zhu was small, but not but not that much smaller than Kibli, who was wiry and narrow-shouldered. Winter couldn't imagine how the salmon could even take off with her on top of him, let, a, let alone keep up, keep up a breakneck escape pace. And Winter couldn't do it either. He was broader than Kibli, but not any bigger. But what's the alternative? Leave her here? He was astonished to find that he couldn't even consider that possibility. He wouldn't abandon her, not even to save Hailstorm. He could feel his brother watching him, the needles of centuries of Icewing's judgment pricking along his spine. We need to, we need someone as big as Clay, Moon said ruefully, resting Kingajush's head in the crook of her shoulder and wing. Hales, Hales, sorry. Hailstorm might be big enough, but he's too confused, and he has no love for Rainwings, either as Pyrite or as himself. I don't want... He, I don't know what he might do with her mid-flight. If only Kidley and I could carry her together. Winter darted over to the trees, leaped up, and wrenched the canopy loose from the trunk it was bounded to. The weave of the branch and vines was thick enough to put to keep out rain, and if they were lucky, it would be strong enough to hold King Ajou. He spread it out beside Moon, who understood without words what he was doing. Awkwardly, they shifted King Ajou onto the makeshift stretcher, curling her tail and close close around her body and tucking in her wings. There was no sign of life from her as they did this, although Winter thought he could feel a pulse in the palms of her talons. The pouch was still crushed in his claws. He needed to look at it more closely, but not right now, and he wasn't about to risk wearing it after seeing what it did to Hailstorm. Carefully, he tucked it beside King Ajou, snagging the chain securely around several branches. Kibli took one side of the canopy in his front talons. Winter reached for the other, but Moon interceded. I'll do it, she said. You take care of your brother. She hooked her claws in the web of the branch and nodded at Kibli. Beating their wings together, they lifted up into the air, wobbling and lopsided for a moment. Winter jumped to catch King Ajun in case they dropped her, but they frightened themselves and flew higher, their wings finding the same rhythm. They shot up into the clouds and the rain began cascading down harder and harder. Winter ran back over to Hailstorm. Fly! he shouted. Follow me! Maybe I should wait here for Queen Scarlet, Hailstorm said uncertainly. She could probably explain what's happening to my head. No, Winter shouted. He shook his wings furiously, which did not help them dry off, dry him off at all. She is the enemy. Come on. He couldn't believe Scarlet was in here already. How long could it take the Nightwing to fly back to get her? Even with his face burned and frostbitten, maybe he'd gotten lost, unable to see, and Scarlet should have... But still, Scarlet should have heard the noise of the battle. She'd be flying down to investigate right now. He launched himself into the air, and to his relief, Hailstone only hesitated a moment before following. The rain smashed down on them, harder and harder. Winter wished it were snow instead. He tried imagining the drops as light, fluffy flakes of comforting snow, but it didn't help. Lightning flashed overhead, and he caught a glimpse of the odd flapping shapes that was Kibli and Moon and the sagging canopy. They were flying west, hopefully out of the mountains and toward the kingdom of sand. And beyond that, the Ice Kingdom, Winter thought. He glanced sideways at Hailstorm, now keeping up with long, powerful strokes of his wings. I did it. I found him. I can take him home. He looked forward again at the dragons winging their way over the mountain range and felt a strange stabbing in his chest. Home, where none of my friends can go, 
where I must be, I mean, where I can be a true icewing once again. They flew without stopping for the rest of the night. Winter and Hailstorm soon caught up with the others and then slowed to match their speed, although Hailstorm gave Winter a puzzled look as he did. After a while, Winter moved in to take the candy from Moon, and she let him. A short time after that, she took it from Kibley, and the three of them traded off turns silently for hours, saving their breaths for flying. Hailstorm did not offer to help, but he stayed with them to Winter's relief. Finally, they flew over the edge of the storm, straight into cool gray morning somewhere in the borderlands of the Sky Kingdom and the Kingdom of Sand. The mountains were behind them, and the sun had not yet climbed high enough to make it past the peaks. But everything was lit, lit in that barely dawned, colorless way that made your eyes tired. A small herd of spring box turned gracefully, antlered herds to the sky, spotted the dragons and bounded instantly away, their white tails flicking as they fled south. We can rest at the river, Kibley called, almost there. Winter hefted the side of the sling and tried to adjust his aching talons. The entire front half of his body felt numb, as though he had turned to stone and someone had decided to hang a rainbow off his petrified arms. His head was fuzzy with exhaustion. Soon he saw the great five tall river ahead of them, a vast green brown blue vein stretching from the desert to the delta. According to the history scrolls, that was the most disputed piece of territory in all Pyria, as the Skywings and Samings had fought over ownership of the river for centuries. Winter wondered if Burn had promised that the Skywings would exchange for, the ally for their ally alliance in the War of the Samwings succession. He wondered if it was only a matter of time before Qu Queen Winry and King Thorn resumed the battle that had raged for so long. But for now, the banks of the river were peaceful. Near the delta, the Samming settlement on the west side had slowly merged with the Skywing village now, the, with the Skywing village on the east over the last 20 years. So now that, so that now, red, orange, and sandy yellow wings dotted the sky and the streets side by side. A wide white bri stone bridge had been built across the river, lined with shops where dragons traded and bartered all day. Winter knew from his reports he'd heard in the throne room, ice ring reconcessions, had kept a close eye on the tentative peace that was forged between Burn and Scarlet. Would it last beyond the war? Where would that leave the Ice Wings? The next border where the Samings might look for new territory. But he had only ever flown over the Great River. He'd only seen the growing town from a distance. Now seeing it take shape ahead of them, he realized that Kibley's he realized that was Kibley's destination. Winter had expected to stop in a clump of trees somewhere, but the Samings was clearly leading them to the town itself. Wait, he said, and Kibley immediately circled back to taking Gaju's stretcher from him. Winter shook out his talons, feeling the blood slowly tingle back into motion. Where are you taking us? Shouldn't we hide somewhere? He gestured at the wild landscape below them, the sand dotted with palm trees that stretch away south, the muddier banks farther, farther, farther north, the thicker greenery near the town and the delta. There was something about bringing Hailstorm into a crowded settlement that made him nervous. Possibility is the best place to hide, Kibley argued. There are hundreds of dragons there, from all tribes these days. We'll blend right in, and Scarlet won't dare show her face in this town with so many, Ru with so many of Ruby's dragons patrolling the streets. Besides, King Ajun needs a doctor. As usual, Kibley Kibley's 9,000 points, ver Kibley's 9,000 very good points were impossible to counter. Winter glanced at King Ajun, still white-faced, and nodded. The town is called Possibility? Moon asked. Her voice was strained, but when Winter reached for her side of the canopy, she flicked her wing at him. No, take a longer break, she said. I can handle it for another few minutes. 
When the two sides merged, neither wanted to take the other's original name. This was about seven years ago. They talked and disagreed and talked some more, throwing around names like hope and peace and union. But finally, they put in a, it into it to vote, and the majority of the citizen, citizens chose possibility. I like that, Moon said, the possibility of hope and peace, but it's not guaranteed. They still have to work for it. You know someone here? Winter asked Kibley. A lot of someones, Kibley said. I met practically the whole Samung tribe after Thorin became queen. As everyone came to pay tribute. And to see if they could support her as queen. Which they can and do, of course, because she is amazing. Anyway, several of them were for possibility. I just have to find the one who can help us. They flew down to land on one of the islands in the river, as the sun clambered over the peaks, scattering a warm yellow light that outlined the palm trees in gold. Epo was planted in the middle of, in the mud of, on one island shore. It gave the dragons a resigned look as they landed, like, fine, go ahead and eat me. I knew it was going to happen eventually. But they were all too tired to kill anything, and after a moment the hippo splashed loudly into the river and submerged, probably congratulating itself on its impressive stealth. Moon climbed onto the canopy as soon as it was spread on the ground. She picked up Kangaroo's talons, trying to rub warmth into them. I'll be back as soon as I can, Kibley promised. He darted off the bridge not far away, where merchants were already unrolling carpets and setting out trays of food that exhaled clouds of steam. Winter could see Kibley in the gaps between the stalls, pacing along the length of the bridge and speaking to dragons here and there. Well, this is weird, Hailstorm said behind Winter. All those dragons from different tribes just acting like it's totally normal to be together not as weird as you bonding with you your strange little trio though winter turned to look at his older brother although it wasn't exactly as far as it used to be hailstorm looked exactly looked so exactly like he had the day he'd been captured there were no new scars no signs of starvation or beating or anything winter could have possibly would have expected him to go through in a skyving prison but then if hailstorm hadn't been himself all the time what do you remember about being Scarlet's prisoner? Winter asked. Hailstorm shook his head. I was never her prisoner, he said. I've been a loyal soldier for her. I thought it was my whole life, but now all my memories of being a skywing dragon are fading. I think I hatched as an ice wing. You did, Winter said. You're my brother, Hailstorm. You've always been an ice wing. Hailstorm shuddered in a big, bone-whacking way. But I know. I've been fighting for Queen Scarlet in the war. He said, I remember bound to her, worshipping her. I fought, I killed ice wings for her. He drew his wings in close and clenched his taunts. Or was it a dream? Maybe I'm still myself and I'm only hallucinating memories of being an ice wing. With trepidation, he held his claws, saw that they were still white, and slammed his eyes shut. Winter veins felt as if they were iced over and crackling, bits of him splintering off inside his body. Hailstorm looked the same, but inside he was nothing like the brother Winter remembered. This lost dragon, torn in two, who had killed some of his own tribe in service for a queen he hated. It was worse than all the things Winter had imagined Scarlet doing to him. Hailstorm, focus, Winter said, flicking his brother's tail. If he treated him like their parents did, sharp and demanding, maybe Hailstorm's real personality would come back. You are my brother Hailstorm. You were just under some kind of enchantment, but you're back. Just forget about Pyrite and be you again. But which me, Hailstorm persisted. I look at that river and think I can't swim, but I remember diving into dark green oceans studded with drifting pieces of ice. 
I look at my claws and think, I'm clumsy and useless, but I remember winning every competition. I remember being at the top of the rankings. If like this air is too warm and I think I can't go, I can't wait to go home and roll in snow, but I imagine being surrounded by ice rings, and I immediately want to kill them all to protect my queen. He made a noise of despair and pressed his forehead as though he were trying to keep his brains from spilling out. Winter exchanged a glance with Moon, who looked as horrified as he felt. Was it even safe to bring Hailstorm back to the Ice Kingdom? Had he been too badly damaged by living as a Skyring for so long? Would he ever truly be Winter's brother again?